Hello, welcome to Minx on Max Going Deeper, Season 1, Episode 9, getting to the end of it. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, babe. I'm about an hour away from being off of quarantine for COVID-19, <laughs> and uh, you've been off for, what, a day and a half now, and you haven't run away as far as you can because I can't follow? Uh, I have not. <laughs> so, yeah, life it's is true good. love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we could survive being quarantined together for like four days, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're going to be all right. <laughs> Oh, but speaking of which, what are we drinking? <laughs> so we are drinking a drink called Safe in Hell. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is not a 70s drink whatsoever. Okay. Uh, what this is, is this is a attempt by my favorite mixologist, or the one that I pay the most attention to, to make Southern Comfort palatable, which Southern Comfort is very 70s. That is true. It is. It is. Oh, Sexy Robitussin? I don't know what it's trying to be. Can I just say it is a what a whiskey, a flavored whiskey liqueur, mm-hmm. uh, flavored with stone fruit and and honey, I think, or sugar, cherry. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm a whiskey snob. I don't know. Am I just trying to be play against type here? Am I trying to get adopted as a Native son of New Orleans? Am I a <laughs> apothecary who loves infusions and mixology? I think I'm a Southern Comfort apologist. Interesting. I mean, I think you're all of those things and above. <laughs> um, but also, shout out your favorite mixologist. Oh, yes. Uh, Greg at How to Drink uh, has a YouTube show. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tag him in this yeah. and, and see what's up. But uh, So this is going to be Southern Comfort Benedictine. So a, a very herbal liqueur. A little bit of uh, Guyana. Is it Guyana? Is that how you say that? I don't know. G-U-Y-A-N-N-A. It's an island in the Caribbean. Guyana? Is it Guyana? Or I don't know. It might be Guyana. It's, it's French, I think, so it might be Guyana. Okay. It makes you wonder if she's naked under there. She's French, you know. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of Ghostbusters too for you guys. <laughs> Talking about the Statue of Liberty and what she's wearing underneath all that robe. <laughs> And then I've never seen a drink with a quarter ounce of grenadine in it before. A quarter ounce, a quarter ounce of, of grenadine. <laughs> Not like a little splash to make a Shirley Temple. This is like an ingredient. I mean, this has a color. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels like maybe there's some Angostura in there, bitters, but no. It's all grenadine, I, baby. I did see someone making a drink the other day, and they were like pouring um, Angostura bitters like into a jigger like that's a thing now a yes. lot of bitters yeah like bitters cocktail that is in the last three months or so that's become kind of a trend in cocktailing okay that we'll we'll see on where that. were you I wasn't I wasn't watching someone do it as a video oh, gotcha, I was probably gotcha. scrolling silently through Instagram because I don't listen to anything <laughs> um, <so laughs> it is really off-putting when you have sound on on Instagram and don't realize it, and then all You're of like, a sudden oh, there's a video. Someone's someone's it, talking. It's probably like a cat going <laughs> probably on, on yours or mine. Let's be completely transparent here. Probably so, probably or maybe so. some Russian person doing something stupid. But less of that here lately. Well, I actually shout out to what is it? Look at this Look Russian. At this Russian. They they are really shining a light on the ridiculous. I mean, they always were shining a light on the ridiculousness of or the eccentricities of Russian culture. We could now, do look at this Tennessee and just fine. We could, and but they're they're very very pro Ukraine. You can okay, tell. Okay, okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, okay, let's try this. It, it smells nice. So I love this drink. Okay, I it's love very this drink. nice. 
I think what's nice about it is I don't taste Southern Comfort at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, is that really making, meaning I'm enjoying Southern Comfort? Not sure. Makes the medicine go down. I'm just going to stand over here. <laughs> yeah, I realize I have an unpopular opinion. I don't have an unpopular opinion against readers of Playboy in 1970 who drank bottles of Southern Comfort, but I do have an unpopular opinion against mixologists and whiskey aficionados. Well, I think it just my experience with Southern Comfort is like just rock gut college stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, I think people like liking Southern Comfort because they thought they were cool doing it. So it just... I don't know. I've never sought it out. But. I don't know. New Orleans, call me. You got my number. Let's do this, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. So right into episode nine, the penultimate. Actually, I guess we're going to not write into oh, episode nine. Right, we're going to spend true. a couple of minutes on, on episode eight. Right. We had the most unanswered questions we've ever had from an episode. I feel like we need some like kind of music like while you like quickly explain. That was me rewinding. I don't know if you could tell. Yes. Play that backwards. So I went back to try to really kind of figure out the timeline. Okay. And yes, all the hooking up with Hollywood from Top Gun. Oh. So Iceman's wingman. Okay. So, yeah. So it wasn't Jeff Daniels' wannabe. It was actually somebody who's been in something we care about. Yeah, but do we care about him? I mean... No, not really. Iceman's wingman. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a really good line, though. It's like, the, where'd Joker go? Where'd who go? <laughs> all right. All the hooking up was 68. So... Okay. So that that, that bridge is burned. Okay, fine. Um, her friend Jillian Jacobs... So you probably know her from Community? Yeah, I recognize. Yeah, that's, yeah. And right. I know her from Choke, the... Chuck Palahniuk? Po- Chuck Palahniuk, yeah, the adaptation. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best. Uh, it, it's not as good as Fight Club, the the movie. I Complete transparency here, but uh, I, it's Sam Rockwell? I think you're right, yeah. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say it's bad. I mean, you can't say anything Sam Rockwell's in is bad. It's really a book about somebody who's the most terrible person he could possibly imagine and him describing everybody he meets as as terrible as he is. It's, it's not a great book. But I would say that that's probably like a most... road that he goes down quite a bit. I mean, Fight Club really kind of has an, a tone of that, this kind of like judging of society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think this is one where we're like, we're not supposed to like the main character, which I think in Fight Club we can't really... St- I think we fall under Tyler's spell too as True. a reader, whereas this one we never fall under his spell. Got he it. is okay. unlikable. Uh, this is episode is twenty four minutes, which is five minutes less than any other episode that we've watched. Okay, then that makes sense. Maybe cause... ten minutes less than some of the episodes. So yeah, when you were like, "What? It's over." Okay, that's that's real. Yeah, and it was it, it quickly went back forth, back forth, back forth. So so yeah, okay, that makes sense. That, that I'm certain that was intentional um, because. Things rarely come to a terrible, terrible. Every when something is crashing and burning, it happens fast. I guess so. I, I, I wonder think, if that was a choice in making this when they were making it. Did they I'm just sure not have the was. material to cut it down, or was that an, like we're gonna make this one? Everybody's gonna think there's more coming, and no, it's just over. It just is. No, and it works because it 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 does just escalate. Everyone is barreling towards this disaster. So, no, that works for sure. It's not as, it's more problematic now than it used to be, but it's like 
on Seventh Heaven when you're 34 minutes in and people aren't hugging. It's like, oh, crap, it's going to be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a two-be-continued. Someone's getting arrested. Or, you know, so when, someone's going to make a bad choice. Someone's car is careening off a cliff. <laughs> What's going to happen? Someone's going to maybe almost have sex. or Someone, you know. Someone's looking at a pregnancy test. <laughs> oh, no, you're, we're talking seventh heaven here, babe. We're not anywhere near. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we were talking about who... Well, first of all, the greatest of all time is a uh, term that I don't think predates 2010. Really? Yeah. Well, the the goat, the use of the goat. I think greatest of all time, yes, but the the goat is is a definite 2010s thing. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's generally used to talk about Tom Brady, and in fact. Um, a couple that we met while we were on vacation in Mexico, she like had, the, I think they live in South Carolina. She had a little bit of a business like selling, she got some traction with like the goat merchandise. Like I think being kind of early adopter of hmm. it about Tom Brady, like they're huge Tom Brady and Patriots fans. So it yeah. tells you how much I know about stick and ball sports. I think of George St. Pierre as the goat. <laughs> <laughs> but so who was the greatest quarterback of the 70s? So who would this be? We were talking about this, and we were talking about we were late. We were naming a couple of people, and you were saying that those they were, were all those 80s. were all the eighties. Uh, Roger Staubach, I don't know him. I don't. Uh, he seems like a pretty cool dude, though. Okay, he played in college, and then I don't. We're not huge Vietnam fans here, but <laughs> is anyone a huge Vietnam fan? I, I'm a fan of somebody who, at the time, felt. It was what they needed to do. He joined the Navy and served active tours in Vietnam before going into the NFL. I mean, that's fine. That's a pretty stand-up like, thing to do. It, it is, but I'm not saying, was anyone a, like, <laughs> no, I don't a fan know. of Vietnam? I've gone down some rabbit holes watching John Kerry on the Dick Cavett show uh, since we've last spoken, <laughs> talking about his time in, in Vietnam. So, you know. Uh, but so, yeah, so Roger Staubach would probably be the greatest of the 70s. Okay. Number two. And I don't know if I want to see his huge throbbing erection just wandering around. I'm, the room. I'm gonna, can I make a guess? I have, Go two, for it. I have two guesses. Two guesses, okay. Terry Bradshaw. Exactly. <laughs> I was so happy, like, I know him. <laughs> All right. I was like, Terry Bradshaw or um, John Madden. <laughs> I think John Madden was earlier. Okay, okay. And but it's a week, so my time, the eighties, and I said what we said, I said, Joe Montana and some guy from Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the 1990 Super Bowl was Joe Montana, the San Francisco Giants versus John Elway and the Denver John Broncos. John Elway. So I know a yeah, little something okay. about football, guys. I, I think that I think that John Elway's doing uh, arthritis cream now and <laughs> Montana's doing reverse mortgages. <laughs> <Sounds very weird>. <laughs> <laughs> We're just we're just a little stair stepping. Right. <laughs> you want to spend any more time in the swing in sixties, or are we heading back to seventy two? I for think real? we're heading back to seventy two. All right, baby. So uh, a scintillating conversation about lethal pesticides. Uh, start us out. We get into the romance novel, steamy, steamy, going forward. Right. So we've got Shelley right away. We got a kind of a gothic romance. This long haired guy. So I think that uh, as we go through this, these are all guys we've seen. Um, I think that the guy at the beginning is the guy that's driving the van in Bambi's 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I, I, I did not catch any of that. I think that they are all convenience store clerk. I, I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think that every single one of those guys that we see. If you're wrong, you're better than the writers. Or the, <laughs> like, that's, that's great if that's true. And if it's not true, it should have been. But so we got Shelly. She's in a full flowy white dress. Her hair is gorgeous and, and large. And she, she's having this fantasy. And every single we, we go through a couple of them and she's in, like just trying to give herself over. And then like something kind of like a snapback. Like <laughs> guy, guy tears open a shirt and she's like, oh, I'll get the sewing kit. Hey, a little bit of buttons flying does it for you. So <laughs> you I, I could tell you were like, uh-huh. You don't know how to sew a button. <laughs> I know how to sew a button. It depends on what it's through, but you know. You're not sewing a button on a wool pea coat. No, you got to have like big needles for that. Like, are you going to like poke your finger? Anyway, so then we've got a priest fantasy. <laughs> we've got a priest. And then we have the Pope coming in. And then the priest and the Pope are fighting over Shelly. <laughs> the priest Shelley. grabs the Pope's hat. And the Pope's like, she's mine. <laughs> Starts right? choking him out. And then she says, don't spit on your brother. <laughs> So we're we're having a little bit of a mix of like she can't stay focused. <laughs> then we've got then we've got a, a stable boy and we do kind of like actually engage with him a little bit, kissing and whatever. Then so that horse is watching. She's staring at the horse and the horse's mouth moving. And then we move to we've got Lenny, her husband, and he's going down. And she's basically the horse and Lenny going down are the sound effects are visceral <laughs> in that scene. Oh, uh, but you know, it's it's not moving the needle, but Lenny is trying. He, good on him. I I mean, I have nothing but like we don't meet him. We hear about him. We don't meet him until the last. I don't even know if it's the last episode or two, two episodes, episodes ago. ago. We, we just see his face. We don't even. We haven't even heard him speak yet. Right. He's he's disappointed we by hear hearing his lick noises before we hear his voice. <laughs> um. On we're we're just he's disappointed by the disc jockeys and Joyce talking about basically you know and now he's kind of embarrassed but he's he's like well I'll figure this out basically I guess is probably what the conversation's been and he's trying to make things work and it's not getting her there and that's positive like they've obviously had a conversation about this okay that's true what we've done so far hasn't totally gotten me there and there's some hurt feelings and things are but, but I, I feel like they're working at it it sounds like it and it sounds like he's like what can i i mean at this point i don't i feel like they maybe have tried a couple of things because then then she's trying to kind of get into a role play i guess he's a dentist um, she's like, I've got a pain. It's not in my tooth. He's like, well, then I guess you need a specialist. And he gets up and walks away. But, I mean, and so he's he's kind of he's kind of throwing it in. He's feeling defeated. But good on him for like, I mean, this is the 70s. This is 1972 and he's a dentist. There is nobody checking how much cocaine is mixing is missing from that safe. So, well, but this is the 1970s and he's going down. I mean, I would not have thought I have no idea what people's sex lives look in the 70s. I haven't looked at any, like, joy of sex. You haven't been spending as much time in 1972 Playboys as I have. I have not, but I don't think any Playboy readers are interested in going down uh, on on the lady. That's not the part of anything that they're really interested, or at least they're not part of making contact with in that way. Anyway, all that being said, I feel like it's a real early and the realization that that might actually be a good thing. So... I'm saying hats off to to Lenny for <laughs> exactly for yeah. attempting it. Yes. 
Good so college then, try. Yes, absolutely. So we've got a lot of scene changes, a lot of set changes in this one again. Well, I guess we didn't last time, but we had the time the mm-hmm. time frames. And so then we're we're in New York. We're with Joyce. Uh, we learned friend's name is Maggie. She works at Betsy Magazine. So we get that as well. Yeah, she's in this very cool apartment. Stay as long as you need. She's recovering, kind of a little bit in hiding. Husband's totally a good sport about it. He seems like a pretty cool dude. He does. He does. And she's like, oh, come see me in the magazine. She's like, I don't know. I need to like relive this horrible thing a million times like as a joke. But no, really come. You, You have full access to my wardrobe. And he says... Fashion is is killing the environment, which, okay. <laughs> He's right. He's right. But then Our we... Our cat is booping the mic stand, so sorry if you guys can hear this. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, he's going to jump through. Congrats, buddy. Wow. I don't think that made a sound. We'll cut it out if it did, but that he made a really, really good jump. <laughs> so then, yeah, very quick, we're in L.A. Mm-hmm. And Doug has souvenirs. Daddy key Doug chains, is right. Key keychains for everybody. <laughs> uh, he says, we can, get the, we can get these in LA, L.A., but it's more fun. And it's like, I didn't even notice what they were. They might have been, even been stuff from the L.A. airport. I don't it didn't know. feel super New York, any no, of the stuff that I saw. No, it wasn't like the Statue of Liberty and like a big apple or... Oh, it's 1972 New York, so it should be like a knife and heroin <laughs> and, you know. Oh, man. Man, shout outs to... I mean, should we say that Rudy Giuliani maybe did one or two good things? <laughs> It's complicated. I mean, I've definitely, you know, been on a lot of podcasts, listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, and there are some positive things that Giuliani has done, but he has worked so hard to, un- oh, to undo yes, yes, that yes, legacy. Yes, yes. The last 20 something years have been working real hard. I mean, when you, when you, when you show up on an episode of The Masked Singer and everybody walks off. <laughs> When they realize it's you. Ken Jung says, I'm out of here. <laughs> Not that asshole. When Robin Thick when Robin Thick is too high of a moral code <laughs> <laughs> for you <laughs> then you need to rethink yourself. Like he's got blurred lines. You've passed him. You know I mean? <laughs> oh man. All right, so then we got Richie's like, well, we got to shoot the cow. You like, mean the goat? And Richie's like, whatever. <laughs> Same difference. Same diff. And they want topless models. And they're all like, ooh, uh, uh, no, uh, that's not what we do for this. That's kind of against the whole theme of this. It's it- only been two months, though. Issue one, they were ready for, what did they say, motorcycle, boner draped over the wheel, rode hard and put away wet. They... It's only been two months. It's only been two months, but even those conversations were not about women being naked as part I of that, guess, too. I guess, Like, this is what this is. This is about women's empowerment. So we don't have naked women. We're not objectifying women. You know, you, you even said that, like, this last episode was the first time in a... Actually, the first time the whole time we see women, like, boobs being objectified in We've that kind of We've seen naked women before, club. but they're just hanging around the, the, right, they're the just, set. They're or... just doing their job. Yeah, it's just is what it is. It, it's completely desexualized. Um, but yeah, when we when Doug is meeting with... Actually, go go give her a follow. Actually, her name is Amber Amato. I just felt so bad. <laughs> um, I felt bad that her character was mistreated. <laughs> like, and check and see what she's out to. And she's... On a bunch of romance novel covers. So good oh, for good her. Oh, good for her. Yeah, That's I just awesome. thought yeah. that really came back with the romance novels Definitely here. Will. I mean, the this 
a lot of the centerfolds from uh, Bottom Dollar are are big fans. We we chat back and forth all the time. Right, so we'll link Amber. We'll see if we can we can <laughs> hook you guys up too on on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like a big shout out to like Vera Myers is always yeah. We're chatting all the time about what she's doing on set and and uh, Trishna Malik. So, so yeah, right, yeah. So Hollywood, uh, give me a call. Let's hook you guys up with these ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Hollywood, I might be busy on the phone with uh, with New Orleans. With New Orleans. So so leave me a message if I don't answer. I might be at work. I gotta go back to work tomorrow, or or I might be on the phone with New Orleans, coordinating my my Southern Comfort and my getting my key to the city because I'm defending Southern Comfort. Cool. All right. So they're yeah, they're all like um. This is not what Minx is about. And he's like, we got to sell some stuff. Bambi's like, um, and he's like, well, you don't have to coordinate the centerfold. And so Bambi's out. He's like, her job didn't exist a couple months ago anyway. No big deal. So, I mean, obviously I don't feel like that means like Bambi is like out, 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 out with bottom dollar. At the same time, very quickly, we're we're bleeding every everyone that is a pivotal part mm-hmm. about this. And Doug can do things that nobody can but there's something he doesn't get about Minx. There's a reason why this is his biggest thing ever. And I think he still thinks he found the magic porn. <laughs> right. He got, he, that Joyce had the key in that he just needed Joyce to kind of get it going. And then he, it's his empire from here. Exactly. Exactly. The, there's more to the dongs part of dongs and lady opinions that he just doesn't <laughs> quite get it yet. He's still thinking like a pornographer, not like an editor. Right. So then we're at Betsy magazine and Joyce is in. She's really comfortable in Ma- in Maggie's clothes. Like I'm not sure why. Like that's that's the thing. Oh, but before that she's we're in new york it's kind of hot in the apartment because probably most new york apartments especially in the 70s don't have air conditioning and so she opens a window she says she's a guy on the street they kind of make some eyes nothing more than that but we're moving on now we're at betsy did you notice the scene where they kind of pan across the framed magazines yeah i did very much like the first issue where she's at bottom dollar and it's panning across all of the framed magazines but they do that every time they go they do that at at gent or whatever or lad lad yeah oh actually i was thinking about this the other day i don't know if i said this like i keep saying like lad's kind of like gq but it might be more like esquire okay anyway but yeah so we're at betsy and yes exactly she's she sees the magazine covers on the wall. They've got a lot more titles, a lot more articles that seem like in line with what she's about. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what any of them said, but. <laughs> um, when the girls are coming in, like, oh, yeah, like we don't actually have to sell ads. They just want us as a loss leader. You know, it, it makes them look good to be publishing this magazine. <laughs> right. I mean, we. So, yeah, she's like, I need you to come and meet Elaine. I guess Elaine, I don't know if she's editor-in-chief or exactly exactly what she is but she immediately like gives her a hug and says i could just wring dick cabot's neck Mm. for for putting you through that and she's like well you know it just kind of is what it is and victoria is it victoria or valerie why can't i get this right i know a victoria in my life on a regular basis The victoria from last week yeah that's victoria because i actually said that the only victoria that i know that went to new york her name's not actually victoria (laughs) 
Right. She changed it to Victoria. Right. Yeah. So yeah, she's and Victoria cheats at Scrabble. Like so, she's <laughs> friends with with the feminist icon who kind of gave Joyce a run for her money, and she says with Minx, well, you know, it's the unholy matrimony of art and commerce. Mm. And and that's when Elaine's like, well, that's not really what we experience here. Right, like we've got this whole business model that actually doesn't care about turning a profit. So it's not really a business model. And I just said like <laughs> Elon Musk is listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elon Musk. Oh, hmm. He's like, well, hmm, tell me more. <laughs> let's let's not. He's like, let's put these pinball machine parts together. Anyway, not. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to worry about that. Um, and then they're like, well, you should write an article. You should submit with us. And I feel like it feels a little too good to be true. A little bit. We don't We don't have a trap that goes along with this, but it does feel like... We do it, a little. A little, maybe. But it also feels like, could she have landed here? Would this been her path? And like, she has some qualms about the, the company that, that is kept, but... But we do have Maggie showing her around the office and she says, we've got a research nook. And she's like, oh, it's comfortable in here. Well, it's 74 degrees. But if you get chilly, we have a wall of Afghans. I was like, is this the Google of the 70s? (laughs) Research nook and Afghans for everyone. Do you have anything before they're all going to uh, going to lunch? No. I said, like, this is Sex in the City 1972. There's four ladies fabulously dressed all going out to lunch in the middle of the day. Yes, 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 yes. Very much so. So back in L.A. Right. Back in L.A., we've got Doug talking to college chick aphrodisiac writer. He's whining and dining her, sort of. But she's interested. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even going to give Joyce the time of day. But now that we've got at least... Now that we're selling millions of issues... Right, very quickly, just the first two. I I honestly like first two for me. We're still a little early. Anything can happen. <laughs> this is this is a volatile volatile uh piece right here. Doug is plugging his own horn here and he does say that this next issue is going to be the number 1 adult magazine in the country. And I think maybe that is where he and Joyce differ. Yes. Because he wants to have the number 1 adult magazine in the country. And I don't think that she sees the... She wants to have the number one women's magazine in the country. Or Issues magazine. Or or, I mean, she sees what she's doing as, like, Time Mm -hmm. or National Geographic. And he's still selling porn. Exactly. And there... He's not wrong, but... He's not wrong, but there's definitely... There's a different lens, and you're going to push a certain way. And so now the Joyce is not really in the picture of this moment... You know, he's he's still looking for cred, but he's looking for flash. And here, here Chick is. She's trying to call the shots, and he's like, no, 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 no. I got more bargaining chips than you do, and you're not the only. And she throws someone's name in the hat. She's like, what, do you have so-and-so in your Rolodex? Like this, I guess, hot feminist person. He's like, well, actually, I do. Because he he knows. I'll give him that. Like, he's he's not new to the game. He's at least done a little bit of his research to know who's important in this space that he's trying to court. But... He's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's foolish a few times in this, but he's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's... He's distracted. He, he believes his own hype, maybe. 
Yeah, he's distracted and short-sighted, maybe. But he's not stupid. He hasn't gotten where he is because he's dumb. But he's still whining and dining her. And it it feels, I mean, honestly, to me, like, it feels like a big betrayal. Like, he wouldn't have even known who this woman was. Like, how did he get in touch with this woman? It would have all been through Joyce's, Joyce's contacts, you know. I mean, what do they say when he's meeting with Tina afterwards? It's been five days. Yeah, it's been no time. And Joyce wouldn't even have this contact without Glenn. Mm-hmm. So we we haven't made any decisions, but he's like, if you want to travel big internationally, do big stories, that's on your dime. We'll just get the check. And she's like, well, not without this like 21-year-old single malt. Uh, Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) As we're drinking Southern Comfort. (laughs) As I said, I am a whiskey snob, but I am an apologist, okay? New Orleans, call me. (laughs) Okay. But he's back with Tina and Tina's big promotion. Yeah, she's not impressed by this big promotion, She's not, no. She's not. Well, because she's getting promoted to a captain of a sinking ship. Or, well, you trust trust me now because you need me now. Mm. A little too late, I guess, is kind of... Oh, but before that, we've got Bambi and Shelly walking through the park... And they're just kind of, she's kind of talking her, her, her bedroom woes a little bit. And she's like, you just need to figure out who you are. You know, you need to kind of step away, figure this out, you need to get in touch with you as being sexy. She's like, she's like, you've got like the hair of, of a model and the hips of a Greek goddess. She's like, I've seen those statues. <laughs> they're a little doughy. And, and baby says, well, dough gets pounded. Uh, so I didn't like that. You didn't like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I think they're just saying it's like, that's a good thing. Like, Yes, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. It was just a little sailor talk from a lady for me. <laughs> I know how terrible. <laughs> oh, no. You can't, you can't do that. Earmuffs. And- <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do that and, and, and watch this show. I know. This is about females <laughs> being just as locker room talk as guys. But I expected a little better from you guys. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. But yes, yeah, so Doug does Doug. say somewhere in this that uh, he's thinking about throwing a jazz festival with Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Does, the, 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 does he say Herbie Hancock? Yes. Well, because Herbie Hancock headlined like the first eight or 12 Playboy jazz festivals. Ah, uh, so, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so they're in somebody's house and, and Doug's cooking and he's got his spaghetti Renetti and she's like, this just looks like Alfredo. He's like, like who's Alfredo? Yeah, like, he <laughs> But th- yeah, then she's like, "I'm gonna make I want to make you managing director of Minx," and Tina says, "Now?" Question mark. Mm. Because she's not gonna have any creative input. She just needs to do the shit. Like she needs to be the operator. She needs to get shit done. Which it's like being someone who gets shit done. It's kind of exhausting. You know you can, and it, you kind of wear it like a badge. But also when people ask you to do it, you're like. Do I have to do this like every time because no one else is capable of getting shit done? It's kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Personal baggage. (laughs) Sorry. Jenny left an operations manager position here (laughs) recently during the pandemic. (laughs) That has no no change on the way that I operate. Exactly. That has not. You have not been replaced in that role yet. It doesn't even. It has no roles and titles. Have nothing to do with mentality. Gotcha. Anyway, um, and then I just have the snake dress. So Mm. you know, I know where we are in the timeline of Minx coming out. Where 
already completely through the season. Everybody's already watched it, and this makes this this dress is getting some buzz. Oh, it is. Oh yeah. Oh, it it should. Yeah. It it is fabulous. It is definitely getting some buzz. Do we know who the designer is, or I don't, is it not I don't, a designer? Is it just a costumer, or I think it just might be a, cost, a costume piece, but, but it's, it is it's awesome. so good. Um, and so yeah, we're back at the dinner party, or we're having a dinner party, and that's where we get our our title line. They're talking mm-hmm. about have DDT, yeah, DDT, cancer, family farms. It seems just very much like all over the place. Important ish people who have nothing really to talk about. Have you ever spent any time looking at DDT? Looking at it? Yeah, there's a real not fringe group of people who kind of look at malaria rates since DDT was banned. And it it was it was good for eagle populations. It was good for a lot of things. But there's a lot of people that think that tens of millions of people that have died since it was banned. All pro- Hindsight 2020 environmental matters are very hard to predict uh, complex models, unintended consequences, but... Uh, All progress has two sides. Yes, 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 yes. Period. But so they're, you know, she's like, ask me anything, and they go full on dick mode. <laughs> right. Oh, they are just being complete and total trash to her. That that She is not... New York elite anymore. Right. And she's kind of proud. She's realizing she's proud of that. They're asking her about, you know, where do these guys come from? Are they all gigolos? I actually think that happens later because I think I have that later. Okay, well, go go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, because we we go back to bottom dollar. Okay. We have the photo shoot. Dude is raging rocket. I said, I still don't like this guy. And then I said that he's had some uh, problems at the pants store. There's something wrong with the crotchal region, uh, if you, any of you Anchorman fans out there. Right. Uh, Doug says it's a bold choice. He's like, you want the goat? You got to have all the goat. And it's like, he doesn't, I mean, he can't, his hard dick is so tied to his bravado and his, like, who he is as a person. He couldn't even possibly. And then we have Naked Angels. We, we, we I guess we're getting ready for a Christmas Christmas shoot. episode or Christmas issue. Because earlier they're talking like, can you get a sleigh or whatever? Right. And it's like. I mean, I guess maybe we could have tinsel and, yeah, naked angels. It's, yeah. Anyway. So then we're back with Shelly and Bambi. This is a lot of quick, like, back and forth, back and forth. And we're having a photo shoot. She's in some lingerie. And, you know, she's trying to help her feel sexy and just, like, kind of, like, yeah, just. good on Bambi for inventing boudoir. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, absolutely. Now we're back at the dinner party. And they're asking about the article about Minx. And they're immediately judging the models. They're asking, like, are all the male... Obviously, all the male models models are gigolos, right? She's like, no. The first guy's a fireman. The second guy's a Juilliard grad. And, of course, like, all the, all the women must be single mothers and have, like, drug problems and on welfare. And the one guy's like, well, you can't judge someone until you walk a mile in their streetwalker shoes. <sighs> yeah, it's disgusting. And, and Joyce is, like, not amused by any of it. And Maggie's like, oh, you know, you know. Hey, Maggie and her husband seem like they're kind of, like, standing up for her. But not really. They're like, well, you're here now. All that's behind you. You can have your life back in New York. You just, you don't need it to associate with any of those people anymore. You know, you've you've done your uh, your time of slumming it uh, now. It's something like you've got your dirt under the nails. Right. I mean, he, like... He liked that. Yeah, he was in. That was basically a pickup line, I think. Like, ooh, she's got dirt under her nails. Like, what else? You know, you know, they're painting her with that brush as well. And she's like, oh, 
Um, I'll go get some ice. We're I did say, ice. though, that green glassware, though. It's at a the lot. dinner party, oh, yeah. I loved it. It was a it's, lot. It's a choice. It's, it's bold. A, it is a bold choice. But if you're going to go for it and you go for it, then, ooh, man, it, it, it makes a statement. I mean, life before ice makers. <laughs> right. So, like, we're out of ice. Joyce is going to go get ice. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll go get ice. She's like, I got to get the fuck out up here right now. Everyone here sucks. <laughs> and then we're back at bottom dollar. And Doug is like, dude. What you have going on right now is illegal. <laughs> I cannot put this on the magazine. They're 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 negotiating the percentage of boner. Like, can we get to like seventy five percent? Like now we gotta go full ninety. Like how about eighty? He's like seventy five percent. Would you would you salute the flag with seventy five percent? Like are you in gonna, America? In America. <laughs> like that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> And then it's like, let's get. He says, my dick is above the law. <laughs> and he agreed at 90. I don't know what 90 means. <laughs> <laughs> then does he, he's like, to Richie, he's like, maybe we'll get it down to 80. <laughs> and, then they, and Richie starts not having it. When he starts kind of like hitting on Richie in a way, like, or not really hitting on Richie, but like recognizing. Like you're obviously into this, right? You're obviously gay and you're obviously hot for me. And like, you're enjoying every second of this. So like, let's get going. Because also like, I can't keep this up forever, which I'm surprised you even said. But and Richie's like, no. And it, Richie does do some, like, he just shoots at, shoots at him, like without even looking. He's like, fine, fine. And uh, so Richie's out. And Doug's going to take some pictures. He's like, yeah, everybody, let's get excited. Let's jingle jangle. <laughs> so let's jump. All ladies, let's jump up and down. I think. I don't think that works in still photography. It doesn't. But is this the man show? What is this? Right. Or what's that stupid movie with Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson? The w- Wedding Crashers. Man, the man show would not play in 2022. Oh, man. I mean, Every- it, it shouldn't have played when it did, but... It shouldn't have, but I think Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew still doing something. It's, I guess, I guess. But yeah, Richie's out, and then he says, I guess we got two hard dicks in the room. Good line. And then we got... We're we might back- have skipped a little bit of Shelly and... Um, no, now and we're Bambi. back at Shelly and Bambi. Because this is like, you look like a nymph. He's like, nymphs like to hide behind things. <laughs> <laughs> and Bambi's just kind of like admiring Shelly like... Oh, before that, we give her the bracelet. Well, that's way before. Sorry. Like, yeah, that like was way before. 101 Arabian Nights. It was very low budget. <laughs> right. We're we're back at Bambi and Shelly, and and she's like, you know, why don't you, like, why don't we kind of take the, the robe off the shoulder? She's like, why don't we take it off completely? She's like, that's the shot. And then Shelly kisses her, and they're kind of starting to make out, and Bambi's like, okay, girl, like, this is it. And so... I don't know exactly what that means, but, you know, I know that that's a part of the description of this episode, that Bambi helps Shelly kind of explore her sexuality. So we'll see. We'll see. I just had a little bit of rut robe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes. We spent a lot of time talking about Scooby-Doo last time, so I figured it was only appropriate. <laughs> I mean, it's rut row because, I mean, we will say, like, I've been spending so much time talking about like how I don't want Doug to have some wife and four kids at home and everything just to get ruined for them. And now, ah. I know. So it's cool. 
if if Shelly decides she's a lesbian, okay. If all of these things, but detach your commitment to one person before committing. Like that. That's that's the only kind of line in the sand that I have. I think that we have. It's like. I don't care what anyone's preference is or what anyone, as long as everyone's on board and as long as someone's not unaware. Exactly. That's, <laughs> like, can we that's, all just be on board? Everyone everyone involved needs to be on board. And like, I'm just pr- talk pretty to your sure, significant other, come up with your rules and, and pretty sure good for you. Lenny's not going to be on board with this at this moment. I don't know. Maybe he... I don't know. He seems terrified. He's, he's, <laughs> he's game to try, but he seems slightly terrified. He's a dentist in 72. He's like, two <laughs> ladies? I don't know. Then we're back at Joyce. She's grabbing ice, but then she sees the man on the street. And she just drops the ice, follows him to just a... Just drops it on the floor, <laughs> then goes back and puts it in that machine. Yeah. She goes and meets him. She goes and follows him to a bar. She's like, can I buy you a drink? He's like, yeah, if you'll start fo- stop following me. So we got drinks. We got shots. We're doing pool. Coin-op gonna... jukebox. Yes. We're dancing. They were making out. And it's just, it's very quick, you know, kind of a montage, fun, fun time. I said, and Joyce has gone a little bottom dollar. I guess. We haven't seen Joyce truly in a relationship in this show. No. At the very beginning, we see her with Glenn, but it, immediately they break up. We see her letting herself go with Shane. Mm-hmm. Then she kind of slides back slash whatever hooks up with glenn again and that was a mistake now she's here was it a mistake hindsight being 2020 was it a mistake if she decided to take minx to glenn instead of uh stay at bottom dollar i don't know i think that everyone has i I think he's the i think glenn was like you know this is probably gonna go wrong if you stay at bottom dollar we should probably do it my way his way starting to look a little better than doug's way (laughs) I think the thing is, Joyce isn't looking for either one of their ways. That's the yeah. problem, is that there isn't someone who's interested in what's Joyce's way. Because this is Joyce's vision. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yes, they're putting money behind it. They have some stake, of course. But everyone's like, let me take your brilliant idea and put my stamp on it and make myself rich. They're both doing that. Mm-hmm. They're not that different. No. And I always think that Glenda's maybe worse because they have a history Doug is just a businessman. I feel like Doug's doing worse this week. <laughs> this week, Doug is not doing so great, but he isn't playing on a past level of intimacy. Mm-hmm. I'm making faces behind my mics. Speaking mic. of making faces, when Tina walks into the dark room, she does big <laughs> eyes better than just about any actress <laughs> I've ever seen. She's like, what <laughs> is this? I mean, I guess eighty per- they made it to 80-90% because he says it's going to sell magazines so they can sell it. But don't know. <laughs> 80-90% still got to be... Yeah. Tina is not impressed per se, but <laughs> not horrified, but it makes an impression. <laughs> but not before Joyce is tiptoeing back into Maggie's apartment and Maggie is waiting up in a very staunchy robe. Uh. And... Yeah, she's waiting up, and she's like, "You went." She's like, "I went dancing in the middle." You offended of it. all of my friends, all of my New York people, which I kind of understand to a certain degree, um, because I'm not saying she's right. I think Joyce can do whatever the hell Joyce wants to do, 
But I've been in situations where it's like I invited someone into my space and it's like, ooh, I really wish I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, she's like, don't you think everyone's going to ask? Don't you think people don't ask Gloria Steinem about her going undercover with Playboy? It's the most interesting thing about her. So she's saying this is the most interesting thing about her like long term friend is now that she's done this. And so it's like kind of like, haha, let's all talk about it and clink glasses. And she's like, you know, it's just you want to be you kind of want to exploit it. Everyone wants to exploit it, but you don't really get it. It's still another person who doesn't get it. I mean, would you say that like you can borrow some of my stationery to apologize to everybody? She says, I have nothing to apologize for, which I appreciate. She doesn't. She's a she's a grown woman. She doesn't have to. She's not bound by this country club mentality of etiquette. She is if she wants to be part of which means she's blown what, what's it called? Bessie? Bambi? Beth Bridget? Like, what is this magazine called? <laughs> I think it was Betsy. Betsy. Which means the Betsy thing is done. Because it's basically... Hmm, is Betsy just women who need a hobby? Because it's not pushing the envelope so much that it's making anyone uncomfortable. It's it's a loss leader. It's a nonprofit basically being funded by people with too much money who just think it's like, oh, they're going to throw this like, money at our wives like, Let project. the ladies play over that. It's like the guys in the first episode. It's like, it's cute. Like, sounds like stuff my lady reads in the tub. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's what it is. It's just a lot more money involved. It's just New York versus L.A. So it's it's got, it's a little bit more upper crust. Uh, but it definitely sounds like placation, mm-hmm. which Joyce is not, ultimately is not interested in. She, like, thought for a second this seems awfully comfortable and would be really, really nice, but... The, she wants to push too many boundaries. She does want to rock, you know, rock people's world. And that's going to mean differently than she thought. But but that doesn't mean she's back at bottom dollar. I mean, no. we're back at bottom dollar for our final scene back at the dark room and with Tina. <laughs> not sure what she's looking at. The, the all of the goat, apparently. <laughs> and then but basically, like, we've just got just Tina. Everybody else is out. It's Doug and Tina. What happens next? Yeah, I don't think that uh, Doug or Joyce are doing too great on their own. No, they're not. I think that both of them are... I'm not sure that if they belong together in in a working relationship, well, that's TBD, but they definitely don't have what it takes on their own. Exactly. So that... About wraps it up, I guess. We, I think we so. We end the, kind of a second bummer in a row. I mean, not a bummer, but we're at a we're at a pivot point. Like anything can happen at this moment. So I mean, this is episode nine on HBO shows. This is usually when like one of the main characters gets beheaded or something. So <laughs> th- we're we're a step ahead. There's no red <laughs> there's no red wedding going on right now. <laughs> right, so. right. I mean, there's there's some. Woo. Some raging rockets, right? But <laughs> There's some redheaded stepchildren going yeah. on. But, uh. Anyway, um, so episode 10, final of the season, coming up. Next week. Yes. So we've loved every second of it. The show's fantastic, and we're excited about season two coming. And we hope that you've been watching listening listening watching all of the above as you as you get prepped because we don't have any word yet as to when that's happening but uh we'll help you come along with the ride with us because you know we want to keep the conversation going absolutely so we're gonna 
We'll see you for episode 10. We'll see if there's enough left over to kind of do a season wrap-up afterwards. But come back to uh, Forbidden Cinema. Follow us there, our parent podcast. We're going to keep that going round the clock, round the year. We're going to take a few weeks off from our uh, spinoff here. And uh, who knows, though, if there's another show that needs the going deeper treatment, we might come back. If anybody has any ideas, hit us up. Absolutely. So, yeah, Minx on Max going deeper on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. We'll catch you guys later. Bye, guys. Thanks. Thanks.